Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here with Rush. Thank you so much for tuning back in to Turn Up the News, episode 21 of this little series that we do. Uh, greatly appreciated for everyone that's out there tuning in from wherever, whenever you're listening to this. We definitely really appreciate you. Um, there's a lot to talk about in this episode, a lot of different stuff, um, stuff that I think is uh, genuinely kind of important or just kind of big stories that are you know, worth talking about just a little bit. If you're a Florida native or a Florida resident, uh, you've obviously, the past couple days or the past week, going through those storms and nine tornadoes a couple days ago touching Florida and uh, Panama City, the Panhandle, a lot of places got hit. Um, people lost their homes, and if you were, you know, a victim of that or know anyone like that, uh, definitely, you know, help them out the best you can. Um, Florida and its weather, it's just insane. This, this, these past two years with the hurricanes and just the big storms when normally right now it's like really warm this time of year, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be fucking 83, 84 humidity up the ass. Like now it's just kind of murky and gray, a ton of fucking rainstorms and, uh, obviously the tornadoes that hit down. I, I was driving home from work in Ellington and, um, I looked right above the the 75 bridge going over the Manatee River. I swear to God, I thought there was going to be a tornado touching down there. The, mm-hmm. the clouds were coming down, and I couldn't see where uh, the horizon was because the clouds were just kind of like coming down in a motion I've never like really seen before. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. That looks like that's going to spawn a tornado right there, but luckily it didn't. Um, that whole storm just fucking went right up the center of America. A couple of days ago, it went all the way up to Buffalo. Um, a lot of plane flights and stuff were canceled. And apparently, whenever you're listening to this, it's the uh, it's January 11th right now. But on the 12th, during the evening, it's supposed to get really bad again, at least in the 941 area. Just wanted to put that out there, a little bit of a weather PSA. But uh, getting into the main juice of the episode, I guess we'll kick off our main thoughts. And obviously, what we've been hearing and seeing regarding the... Uh, those secret tunnels in New York City under the synagogue and then going under people's homes. It was originally discovered because um, this older couple in this, I don't know what you would call it, some kind of like Brookstone house, like a townhouse. Mm-hmm. They said they kept hearing noises under their home. And finally, after a couple of weeks, they finally investigated and they found a series of tunnels going all over New York City. Even some instances where there's offices under there, like they had office spaces, fucking lights, like that's kind of crazy. And when um, the cops showed up to this, I don't, I can't, I don't know the name of the synagogue, but they showed up to this, you know, religious building, a synagogue, excuse me, and um, they tried to figure out the source of all these fucking tunnels, and they tracked it there, and a bunch of unorthodox Jewish dudes through a fucking riot against the police after they tried to, you know, fill the holes up. Mm. The the Jewish dudes, they went and just ripped off pieces of paneling in the synagogue and started hiding all the holes. So it's like, what the fuck were they using that for? Yeah. Like, I, I, obviously, probably some kind of, you know, it's probably has something to do with their their synagogue or their fucking friends or their neighborhood or something, but like... It's very illegal. I mean, if we started to do that, I mean, we would fucking immediately get into trouble. And obviously they did. Probably a massive fine. But I don't know. I just thought that's a weird story to come out. What are your thoughts on that, Rush? 
I think it's honestly, like, insane that they were able to construct tunnels like that. Mm-hmm. Across an entire city, and no one know about it. Like, I mean, how how long have those tunnels been there? And, like, who created them? How did they get the tools, and how was any of that money, like, not noticed? Well, I mean, if you look at some of the videos and stuff, and, um, it's, they're, they're not, like, fucking pristine tunnels or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, still, though, think about it. The amount of equipment that you probably ran through digging all through New York City. And and the fucking, the know-it-all to maintain tunnels, because, like, that's a thing, knowing how to make and a on tunnel. Top, the, on top of the fact that you literally just said there was office spaces. And it had electricity, correct? Yeah, no, there was whole last little I mean, areas. they were able to wire electricity and everything <laughs> like that. Dude, what the fuck? Siphoning the city's electricity, probably Wi-Fi, probably stealing people's fucking... Wi-Fi, their hotspots, and, you know, it's probably been going on for a long time. I mean, you look at some of the videos that have been coming out and stuff, those tunnels, obviously New York is genuinely a shithole, the city, um, and you can tell, like, there's definitely some age to them, like, there's rusted pipes, the holes look like they've been there for a few years, like, where the guys are coming in and out of, and it's also, like, if if it's one thing of like safety, it, I get it in a weird way. Like I don't want to sound like that type I don't of think guy. It's for safety, you just said there was office like rooms. No, I agree, but it's also to the point where like I guess maybe Jewish people might be feeling threatened with what's going on in Israel. So maybe these might be newer tunnels to keep them like safe, but like it's still. You don't get to have an advantage over other citizens and other people like. You, because you have the power in your synagogue and, a, and, you know, a bunch of people that share the same belief as you and want to use those tunnels for the same reason, you don't get to fucking just go make your own form of transportation. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not, uh, it's not right. And also, you could genuinely fucking hurt someone. One of those holes in an alleyway someone uses, they fall through, and you don't know what happens. I mean, same with, like, if they just, if they didn't stop digging... And they went under a fucking building and it just collapsed. Like, the structural integrity of the buildings that they're under is probably in question now, too. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on, like, what they were using them for in general? Do you think it was, like, a secret society type thing where they just felt like, oh, we can do this, why not? Or do you think there's something more, um, I I guess, sinister about it? Because I think that, you know, like I said, it could be for, like, protection purposes and safety reasons. But it could also be something else going on there that, you know, we're not familiar with, nor do we have, you know, that information. But what are your thoughts on what the true intentions of these secret passageways and tunnels are for, uh, that they found in New York City? I believe that these are going, these are, oh, well, you said that they go, like, were the holes, like, because I didn't read on, like, where the holes exited out of. Now, Everywhere, know, bro. Like, were they entering into people's homes? They were going under people's homes. Under? No, nothing was going in or anything like that? Not the, so it wasn't any case to where I could be sleeping and then somebody could just creep into my house. And just to just get into leave. a hole? Yeah. Yeah. No. There's nothing like that, but, like, they were um, going under, you know, commercial buildings, houses, 
and the holes are like literally everywhere in synagogues in alleyways under fucking piles of trash um on the sidewalks just random places just this randomly gridded out tunnel system that i mean no one seems to really know for sure what the fuck that's being used for but we could actually also tie it into i'm sure you've also seen those videos of uh just like those, I don't even know, I don't even have an account to shout out, but like, they just do these edgy, like, exploration videos. The Urban Explorers. Yeah. And these two guys were in Philly, and they found that type of tunnel system, but on fucking what, crack. I think I know what you're talking about, to where they said they found this place, entered into it, and they found a door, and when they walked into it, it was like a modernized hallway with like lights, pipes going down. And they said they went one direction, and it went for, like, miles in that direction. And then they were like, okay, well, now how do we get out? <laughs> like, obviously, they could just walk the other way, but they're urban explorers. So, like, the thing that they did would be, isn't the normal for, like, what yeah. you, you would do, where it's like, okay, where the fuck are they're we? They're trying to go f- find they're more. They're trying to actually go and find more, and then eventually they'll make their way out by... You know, either being escorted out if they if the people aren't, you know, there. ill intent. Yeah. Or, um, you know, or they'll probably just mosey their way out some way or another. It's but, just usually how I it mean, works. I mean, those videos were like straight... You could fit a 16-wheeler in these tunnels yes. is what I was seeing. Yeah, no, I saw another one where it was kind of like what you had said where it was just office spaces they were um, with ac with power coffee machines chairs that were they even had like tables and chairs and the tables that were there were in like a u-form pretty much and the chairs were fucking swivel chairs you know like you could sit in them had a back seat roll around there was roller chairs like what your teacher would sit in in high school and there's like 16 of them just all in that little room and it's like all white room and it's like what the fuck is like Like, something like almost something out of a fucking movie like who's having a conference down there like who who's working a nine to five down there and if so why what for what and a lot of people like seriously whose office is underground no but like even then you said they were formed in a u-shape they were clearly surrounding a speaker someone was standing in front of them and, and who knows if it's just a bunch of dudes females office workers who knows? But, like, in the bigger cities, you're seeing more often than not, like, these secret kind of passageways. If it's not with the synagogue thing, if you don't do your own research and deep dive on some of these cities and some of their, like, maps and stuff, which people have. Not and they're like, that. Like, like we were just literally saying, urban explorer pages? Some of the videos that they post of, like, abandoned, modernized buildings, it makes you really wonder, like, what the fuck was half of this shit even going to be used for, or what is it being used for? And that's another thing. I mean, we we don't want any cease and desist letters by any fucking means, but the biggest company nor or, like, modernized thing that I question like that, in a sense, is Mosaic. And if you live in Florida, especially, you know, in the Ocala area, in the Leesburg area, you essentially probably pass on your way to, you know, the coast, ton, hundreds, maybe thousands of acres of mosaic-owned land. 
And then, dude, even, even, you know, you and I, we've had our own little weird experiences when we're driving through Florida, literally through Florida, the central part of Florida, and there's nothing around, maybe a couple ranches and estates, but then you pass a huge building surrounded by trees on probably 300 acres, and it's just a mosaic office building. It's like, no way their employees live anywhere near there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, they probably helipad these guys in there every fucking day. So it's like... Yeah, like, I don't get some of the actual purchases from these companies, or if it's, like, a government building, and the use of it just never really is explained. The other thing I was mentioning earlier is, like, where is... Like, what does Mosaic even do? What is... Well, I mean, they're technically, um... That's a tech company, correct? Or, like... No, they're they're actually... I think they're more than tech. If anything, Mosaic might actually be a mining company, if I'm correct. Which is just weird. To me. And then even out, like, on State Road 62, like, you go down there and, and make a left, you know, one of those little roads past the power plant. I mean, there's <laughs> there's fucking thousands of acres that is just mosaic. Just a sign that says mosaic, but there's nothing actually on the land. There's literally nothing on the land. Just, so I, I passed one patch, <laughs> and this is on the way to Daytona, like, years ago, but it was just huge pounds of fucking dirt. That's all that it was. And, like, it, you can kind of parallel that with what we were just talking about with the urban exploring pages and how they find those big buildings, community buildings, or these fucking tunnel systems under massive cities. And you're just wondering, like, what the fuck are these used for? What what do we actually use these for? Is Do my taxpaying dollars go to the construction of massive tunnel systems under Philly? So, it says here, the Mosaic Company... Is a Fortune 500 company based in Tampa, Florida, which mines phosphate, potash, and collects urea, I believe it's called, for fertilizer. So they're like through, a farming company. Through various international distribution networks and f- mosaic fertilizantes? Fertilizants, probably? Maybe. It's Z A N T E S. Okay. At the end. Fertilizants. It is the largest U.S. producer of potash and phosphate fertilizer. That's fucking insane that we live, like, that close to it. But, like, I didn't know that there was that much phosphate in Florida. Like, we we pass, you know, northern Florida. You see on the side of the I-75 or I-4, whichever mm-hmm. fucking major road you're taking, you see some old um, pumping machines for, you know, oil and stuff just rusted out. But, like, I did not expect there to be any actual mineral benefits in this state, but I guess you learn something new every well, day. Well, phosphate's a salt. But don't they have to extract that from the ground? I Well, it makes sense, I guess, that that's the one thing that we might have, I guess, because we're well, so surrounded by water. I I don't think salt water, the ocean, down too. here anything's going on like that, and if anything, it's, it's above ground. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it could be anything. Like, like that's misconstrued. That mos- yes, I, I think maybe if anything. And we are not saying mosaic is, but we're just using that as a for instance. You know, like some things that we just had to do a deep dive into mosaic a little bit to understand like why they would need that much land. Came up with an answer rather quickly, so that's that's not concerning. Like that's shout out to mosaic. Maybe a sponsorship's in the cards here. Probably not. But, but like, going back to, like, you know, those tunnels in New York that were just found, I mean, 
the whole conspiracy theory about, you know, how some of those tunnel systems under major cities are used for human trafficking, which are actual, like, theories, and what's that one theory where, like, people are being apparently re, like, sold on a website as furniture? You know that theory? What is it? It's pretty much, I. it's literally whatever the website name is called, theory, that's what this conspiracy theory is called. I just can't remember it. But apparently, like, people are linking up missing persons with this one hardware furniture website to where you actually go in and each piece of, like, each product is, like, literally the name and, like, has a number corresponding with the missing persons. And, like, people are like, nah, they're just, they say they're selling a fucking nice-ass, like, tool shelf unit for your garage, but it's actually this... 32 year old crackhead that went missing mm. that, and then the prices are like all different like it's weird i i had some stuff on it this was months ago obviously and i i talked about you know my, with that with my brothers and t- like in person never really like threw it out there on the podcast but there's been a lot of more like speculation with that but um now anything else on the on the tunnels there rush or any correlations that you'd like 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 to throw out there i'd like to point out the fact that um, it's kind of pretty pathetic on the like people who how would I say the governor of New York and as well as all of his fucking you know team yeah basically the the whole local government for New York I'd just basically say like that's kind of fucking stupid that you guys let that shit go down like, the fact that that was able to happen, that they were able to create an entire tunnel system underneath underneath a place where literally almost every single street, I guarantee you, has a camera. In New York, yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be heavily surveyed. Like <laughs> has police almost every single where. You, you're telling me right now. No one's seen a Jewish dude pop out of a hole, it, it, like, behind a, a fucking deli, bro. Seriously, look, at the fuck up, look up the population real quick in New York. It's. I want you to tell me. You're telling me right now that they that the amount of people that live there, and I guarantee you, there's probably a couple mil. It is looking like. It is eight point four six eight million, and that's as oh. of twenty twenty one. So I, and I guarantee you, it's probably <laughs> in the nine to ten now. No, it probably is around. You're 10 telling now. me right now that over ten million people did not notice one Jewish man. Maybe okay. Maybe I don't know what the Jewish population is. Let's uh. Let's, but it's, let's it's, throw a guesstimate out there. Let's say it's a, it's about a million and a half. Let's say it's 1.5 million. Yeah, right? that's a safe You're guess. You're telling me right now that like the other eight fucking .75 didn't see one, a Jewish man with fucking curly ass locks? Yeah, I mean, and, and it's also like, obviously no one is telling people to go out there and look for Jewish people and make sure they're acting right. That's not in any way, shape, or form what anyone is saying. The issue here is you broke the law. These people that were involved in this broke the law. They rioted against the police when the police tried to legitimately fix this problem, which structural integrity purposes, uh, potentially avoiding and evading crime. Like what, if a, like, what if a gang found these tunnels and started moving fucking dope through them? Extortion. There's so many things that could have happened, but... Um, Don't you want to bet someone's going to end up finding them holes and reopen them? 
How much do you want to fucking bet? No, they they will. They're gonna have to go through and demolish all of it. And and but this, they can't because it's underneath the fucking city. And I don't want this in any way, shape, or form from any media outlet or from either of us to come across as we're not for Jewish people. You know what I'm saying? This isn't an anti-Jewish story. This is this is a big thing in regards to public safety. And like you said, bro, like these holes need to be filled up, bro. Like you can't I mean, I'm not saying that oh crawling through a tunnel just so you don't have to, you know, maybe take the bus or maybe you just want to avoid public interaction. Fucking is hell. the way to go. If it's the if this is the case, these tunnels were just discovered. At that point, any area that has enough open space around it, why don't you just create a big enough goddamn hole so this way people can just use that? They don't have to walk on the sidewalk on the fucking top of the city. Yeah, make a legit pedestrian cave through the throughout the city. If this is. Maybe they can look into that structural engineers across the globe. Fucking can, hell, hire the motherfuckers that did it. Yeah, I mean... Be like, look, do you want a reduced sentence? <laughs> fucking help. Yeah, fucking help us make one. But just a weird factor. Um, as of 2022, the world's core Jewish population was estimated at 15.2 million. 0.2% of the 8.1 billion worldwide population. Israel hosts the largest core... Um, of the Jewish population in the world with 6.983 million, followed by the United States with 6 million. So I actually wouldn't be surprised if it's actually less than 500,000 Jewish people in the state of New York. Mm. Probably even less than that based on those numbers. But it's still... It's in no way, shape, or form... Like, say if, like... I would react the same if... There was tunnels found under a fucking Christian or Catholic church. And, and honestly, I would probably react worse. Because we all know about the Catholic church. <laughs> Dude. We all know about the Catholic church. But that's neither here nor there. The tunnel systems found under any religious building with one particular group of people using them is not something you would like to see. I think that's the main point of this story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it structurally... Safety-wise, it's not a good thing. The one thing is, is this. Now, I hope that the tunnels weren't used for any ill intent. Facts. You only hope that, right? I I can only hope on that because there's just been plenty of shit that's just come to light. Facts. And most of the time, it's not actually not shit that you would expect. True. Like... Just a fucking curveball out there. Everybody's probably most likely seen it, and you're probably nine times out of ten fucking tired of seeing them with those Stephen Hawking memes. Yeah, with the I, I get and... like I I get it. It was funny as fuck at first, but like I get probably about I have to literally scroll through like sixty of those on my feed. Like no, only I'm... only getting posted fucking Stephen Hawking shit. I don't know fucking why. I don't really fucking care to be. Honest. I mean, yes, obviously it's fuck. It's like. I mean, like, it's speculation. Though, as long you know? as, like, in my honest opinion, I didn't see whether or not it was prefaced as they were underage midgets. I think that honestly, it's funny as fuck that that man, as smart as he is, is that much of a goddamn like freak like that, bro. Like, I'm sorry, dude, but the fact that this motherfucker liked to watch midgets 
like undressed, jumping, trying to solve a hard equation. Well, that part makes sense. Like someone failing at a math equation, like that, I could see him getting I mean, off. Yeah, to it, but that the midget part, like that's very specific. Wait, can we even say midget? Like, is that like a banned word now? Like, I, I mean, obviously, I don't give a fuck, but I'm just saying, like, is that like a thing that people are still using, or do they say little people, or is that worse? That's another question we need to ask ourselves about that. But <laughs> no, I agree with you though. Like, and you know what the fuck thing is. Nine times out of ten, I feel like the way that I come across trying to ask that to, like, a short person. That's what I'd say. A short short person? person. Yeah, okay. The only thing that I can, like, think would be, like, they're going to think of me an asshole if I come to them and be like, how do you feel about the term little people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, yeah, you're right. That doesn't sound too hot. That's not PR. No one brainstormed on that one. That's just kind of... That's a family guy meme, I bet, bro. <laughs> but, How do you feel about the term little, little people? people? Yeah, no, that's not... Uh, yeah, no. Now that anyone out there, if you are a, a short person out there, you know, you, uh, you you act taller than all of us. We'll all just back that statement, and we uh, we back that over okay, here. Okay, don't listen reports. to him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Trevor. <laughs> at least you can laugh. But um, I guess we can segue into some more fucked shit. Um, and this is something you actually just played off mic before, um, the, the podcast actually. So just the first two I'm going to list off are former presidents of the United States. And the first number is going to be their wealth before going into office. This is the video that Mm -hmm. you showed me, Rush. And okay, just realistically, this one makes the most sense. Realistically, it's, it's a minimal margin gain not much to begin with, but already like a huge politician. Ronald Reagan, mm-hmm. 10 mil to 15 mil out of office. That's realistic. I, I can see that. In the 80s, he kind of pushed the economy. Like That makes sense. Endorsement deals, probably when he left office, he got a bunch of job offers, maybe the best one he you know, couldn't refuse to, but I don't know. I, I think that makes the most sense, and I'm not biased towards Ronald Reagan, but I do think he was probably the one of the best presidents we ever had as a nation. I never actually lived under him, but, you know, that's it's still something, like, you look back on and you're like, okay, things were making a little bit more of common sense. Mm-hmm. And he was a main reason for that. That That's not bad. I'm not looking at that as an average Joe, and I'm, like, pissed. Yeah. Like, five mil to these guys, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? But Trump, he lost $1.2 billion dollars from his actual net worth to when he left office. Well, what were, what were the other ones? Um, well, that the next three are guys that are blatant corruption, in my personal opinion. Which no, I just I, the, the only reason why I'm, the only reason why I wanted you to preface is because of the fact that I wanted you to say the one in specific. Oh, I, that me and you fucking both looked at each other and we're like, what in the. Oh, I'm about to get to that one. No, I want you to do that one right fucking now. It's, that shit is just blatantly obvious. And the fact that he is not locked up is, ins- is fucking oh, insane. Yeah, no, it's Bill Clinton. Going into his presidency, he was worth a measly $1.3 million. After, just after, eight years. Eight years. $241.5 million. <laughs> 
$241.5 million was his net worth. And the trail of bodies continues. Oh, man. The Clintons... And his, what, 63, 62, 63 uh, people who were close to him that ran in political power or at least supported him in some way, uh, quote-unquote, committed suicide? Yep. I mean, you're, you can go all the way back to his initial campaign. In his campaign, his enemy's campaign office, there was like a dead security guard and a dead assistant. Like, what else do we need to talk about here? And then Barack Obama, it's also funny how he started out with $1.3 million. Is that just the lucky number? Do you need to be that much? Like, to be, like, is that how much a presidency's worth? But he increased his value to $70 million. And I don't even want to know what it is now. Because these are just numbers when he left office yeah. back then. In 2016. Yeah, so he's probably doubled that since. Look that up real quick while I go into probably, if not, in my personal opinion, the most corrupt motherfucker on here. Um, and this is a former president. I can't really say that, but I, I can because it's America. free Freedom. Uh, George W. Bush, the guy that pretty much in- instigated and initiated dozen over a dozen proxy wars in the middle east eastern africa um hundreds of thousands are dead because of the invasion of the middle east um he was worth 24 million before the presidency Mm -hmm. that alone is like okay what i get who his dad is i get it but 24 million dollars and you haven't done shit sus and then he ends off being worth 40 million so that That, i mean mm. This just doesn't make sense. What What's it saying about Barack Obama? So it's saying, I, I'm on the Google, it's uh, on the people also ask part of Google. Yeah. So how much was Obama worth before coming president? Is the question. 1.3. 1.3 net worth. And a 2017 report by American University speculated that he could earn as much as $242.5 million in post-White House income. What? That's probably what he's making. They're probably referring to his time right now because you know that movie on Netflix, the uh, Leave the World Behind. Mm-hmm. Him and Michelle produced it. They were executive producers. Is that not? Can I also? Can we get into that real quick? A former president, a former president, and the first late, a former first lady, produced a film about literally an apocalypse. That is, like, uber-realistic. I know that's just, like, the, the skeptic in me coming out, but mm-hmm. I just think that that was suspect and just weird. A decent movie. Um, I actually really like Ethan Hawke, even though he's a liberal fucking brochure, but I, I like his movies. But I, I just think that that presidential value notation there was... When you pulled that video up and I heard what Bill Clinton, what his numbers were, I was like, oh my fucking God. Oh my god. Like, how? And this was in the 90s, bro. Like, he... Like, this was... Like, he didn't even... He wasn't the president going into Y2K, bro. Like, (laughs) this is before Y2K. Yeah. This is... Dude, that money now... Look up how much... $240 million in 1998 or 99 is worth now. It's probably not much of a difference, but the fact that he increased it... How much? $240 million. Just, just ballpark it. Like, w- what's a rough estimate of what that cash would be now? 1980? 
Yeah. Say no, nineteen like ninety nine. Like I just want to know because he increased it in eight years from one point three million to two hundred and forty one point five million dollars in the nineties. Two terms. Like that's insane, bro. Like what deals were you doing? Like who? Two hundred forty thousand or two hundred forty million. Two hundred forty million. Sorry. Yeah, his whole his whole net worth, which is probably underestimated. Two hundred forty million and two hundred forty million in nineteen ninety nine is worth four hundred fifty six million two hundred nineteen thousand four or five hundred or five hundred forty five. So it's worth over four hundred and fifty million dollars now. So, he's probably a half a billion dollar man. Like, right now. In his feeble state. That's insane. Like, you... I don't care who you are. Like, no human being is worth more than $2 million a year. I'll argue that in sports. I'll argue that anywhere, bro. Like, if we had a limit... You know how much the like the dollar would come back? It would. You know what I'm saying? Like, the value of the dollar would come back if we had salary limits, bro. Yeah. Like, just a limit. A wealth cap. I know that sounds, like, fucking far-fetched, bro. But no one realistically, realistically, should need more than $100 million. Like, they should cut personal wealth to, like, nine 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 million. Or, or uh, 99.9 million. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then if you have a company, maybe set different standards for, like, traders and shit. But the value of the dollar, I feel like that's an idea worth exploring, right? Like, fuck, stop paying professional athletes this much and paying our fucking garbage men what they, they get. And they're the ones, bro, I, I just feel bad for, like, blue-collar workers, bro, in this economy. In this day and age, bro, because retirement for our age group, if you're below 25 right now, if you're like, if you're 18 to 25 right now, like right now, your retirement age is not going to be before 85. <clears throat> like I, dude, it's like 67 now. I mean, like, bro, no way, bro. No way. Like you're, dude, you put, you, you put your money in a 401k, which you know, might be, like, not you personally, but if you do right now, and you do that for 40 years, you try and take it out before just to retire, they're going to take half of it, bro. Like, the taxation on your savings and just the taxation on everything is just kind of getting insane, bro. Like, just going anything from the vape store to the fucking, to, to Walgreens, to anything in between, it's it's all increasing, Mm-hmm. Like, even fucking, I don't like fast food, but I saw a report to where, like, McDonald's is thinking about increasing the Big Mac meal price to $16. Like, that defeats the entire purpose of eating at McDonald's. Yeah. Lil Bibby, one of my favorite rappers and producers, a guy that produced for Juice World, he said, I will never shut a McDonald's because it kept me fed for 19 cents. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just facts. That's what it used to do. That's what it used to be. Go get a breakfast burrito. You're fucking good for four hours. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, now, it's just kind of turned into something something else. Everything at all yeah, levels. Yeah, no, I think today, whenever I went to work, after we finished the uh, thing, we went. I went to McDonald's. I think I spent 16 bucks. At McDonald's, bro. Yeah. 
At McDonald's. Just bro. trying to get some fucking lunch. And that's just at McDonald's. You try and go to like an actual sit-in place or anything like that. I mean, with with actually being a good person and tipping, you're dropping at least fifty bucks. Bro, like I sat in it like the other day. I was a beast just watching the Bills in Miami game. Um, Sunday night I had two shots. I had a fucking oh god, what did I have? I had like a quesadilla, fries, and that was it. It was like thirty nine dollars for all that, bro. Thirty-nine fucking dollars, bro. And it was mid. It's beefs. It's it's fucking mid. It's bar food, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that that's crazy. But any more thoughts on that? In a sense, like with with how, like maybe society is kind of becoming more and more accepting of, like the little goodies we can have, five G, fucking YouTube's uh act full access. All these streaming platforms, fucking OnlyFans, everything is at your fucking fingertips. If you want to get off, you can get off. If you want to get food, you got DoorDash. If you want to go fucking stalk your ex on Instagram, you fucking can. If you want to be a weirdo on Facebook, you can. Like, you can literally live in the digital world now. Like, your money's already there. You know what I'm saying? No one has all cash. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on, I guess, that? Give us a full breakdown of what you think in that regard I think that in all reality it is it's pretty dumb it's <laughs> that's the, sum it up. that's just the that's just the basically the sum up of it <laughs> and I'll go more into detail of it because if there were to actually be a moment where, like, you know, let's say there was, like, a blackout and there's no more electronics or anything like that, I feel like most of these people would start ripping their hair out or go fucking insane. Like, they wouldn't be able to deal with it. No, thousands, and, and, millions will and die. they act like they would at first, but, like, they'd start to get really fucking upset. And you have the people that, like, for example, I know people who just can't go without keeping contact with, the, with like... The, like, sign- whether it's their significant other or that be someone that they're related to because, you know, maybe, like, past trauma or whatever the hell it may be. So, it's kind of, in my opinion, a very, like, sad situation to think of because a lot of these people probably actually will not be able to, like, survive on their own with without like electronics because most of them probably don't actually know how to maybe start a fire like they probably just know how to use gasoline but once you run out of that how are you going to do that i um i actually have something that ties right into that how you, what you just said most people 70% of the population would probably die like over i don't, over, th- I don't think I, I don't think that would be it I because no I, <clears throat> let me tell you why because well how long are you talking cuz 70% talking... is a are you? What? Well, it would have to be. Well, first, it would Population have to be. Population of what for one? The world. The U.S. The no, world. The world. Yeah, yeah. I I, w- I was. It, it would be a cataclysm, a cataclysmic event, to set us into this kind of dystopian future that we are talking about. That would make people that enraged, that chaotic, and it I'm would be sorry, a nuclear blast I, in the atmosphere. It, it, it that would. Send out an EMP. Oh wave. yeah, the the moment that a fucking the moment that a, a nuke goes right off. 
Right there. And, yeah, the moment that that happens, you That's... already know. Because, like, out of those billions, there's probably multi-billions that are related to those billions. But, but I'm also saying to the point where, like, after that, I'm taking into account, say a cataclysmic event happens in a week. In five years, the population will dwindle down in my personal, like, rough estimates... I would say around three billion. You lose five billion. Now we're still speaking of the nuclear blast being we're, the cause of it. Any, bro, any we okay, lose anything. power, hospitals, everyone in the hospital that needs fucking all that. Oh care, yeah, all those dead. people are dead. So that's probably like maybe one to that's probably maybe one to two percent of the world. Maybe yeah, are probably in hospitals constantly. Um, probably more honestly, bro. Then you have the L, then you have the fact that medications won't be able to be produced. Will be have to rely on herbal medicine, in which I guarantee you our bodies are so used to the lab medicine or man-made medicine that we probably actually won't be really affected. We probably won't be so effective, or we won't yeah. how to won't know how to create such effective cures. Well, our our first initial phase into getting back to like being a grounded species to Earth, it we wouldn't feel the remedies of maybe what our ancestors would feel neanderthal wanderer yeah. or gatherer for probably like 10 generations oh like I, probably I, yeah probably, probably more like, like it would be like 200 300 years maybe even longer like actually yeah nothing i mean maybe maybe not the only reason why i'm saying that is because think of how long it's been since we've had medications like but that. also the withdrawal from said medications our flu shots people will oh, get the yeah, flu that's, that's another thing yeah immune well. systems are weak but i also was going to tie this this guy i met at work he uh, is from switzerland mm-hmm. we have at my hotel we have the entire harvard harvard rowing team yeah they're female male varsity fresh like all their squats in yeah. our hotel over 90 rooms sold out each room has like two to three people in it nice this one dude He's a freshman. His name's Zender. Shout out to you, bro, if you're listening, bro. He's from Switzerland. And we were just talking, and um, I'm like, where are you from, bro? And he's like, oh, Switzerland. I'm like, holy shit. When did you uh, finish your military training? Because I know every every able human being in Switzerland has to go into the military. From like 18, do like two years of service or something, get the training. They keep all of their equipment. They learn all those skills. Those people are fucking prepared. They also have yeah. the most bunkers per capita in their country incredibly safe like i'm not saying yo let's somebody go mo- told me today actually that a lot of people in the u.s they're starting to build bunkers smart but no there's no way we can catch switzerland in this century oh no with what they did in world war ii they put a bunker every like mile bro you know but i just i was we were talking about it and he's like how'd you know that not many americans know that and i'm like oh i'm i'm really into like that kind of like historical mm-hmm. kind of stuff and uh I was like, dude, you're more prepared than, like, 70% of this country. Yeah. Like, if that happened tomorrow... Yeah, no... Like, you know how to make a fire, know how to fire a rifle. You could... You you have those skills you'll never lose. Mm -hmm. You never lose that. He has to go mountaineering. Like, the whole... They go through a rigorous, strict process. Yeah. Rightfully so. But now, in our military, obviously, we have the best military in the world... But it's more politicized than anything now, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But what were you going to get into there? I, I'm sorry I cut you off. Shout out to Zender, by the I, way. I, I gotta say, I can tell you right now, there is a boatload of our population that would go. 
Like I don't e- I don't even mean that in like a it's just dude when you really want to break shit down the way that people are nowadays a lot of people actually won't sit there and fucking pick up something and fight you like they won't like whenever it actually comes down to it if anything they will actually submit and probably beg you to let them go yeah no I mean and if it shit actually goes post apocalyptic to where it's like fucking Mad Max in this bitch but that's where it will head then I mean, no power, no it water. Will be, it will be a goddamn bloodbath. It will. I, I, I know this, bro. I mean, they're, they're putting kill switches, government kill switches, in every vehicle made after 2026. Did you see that? I did not. Yes. But now I know I'm not getting a 2026. Yes, do not buy a new car. Buy a, buy a 2015 or lower combustion engine. If you are listening to this right now, combustion engine, it will be the key. If you have that shit turned off during an EMP wave, you can still turn that bad boy on. It's going to work. As long as it's not on, it won't fry. Just that or either find yourself a fucking manual. Facts. And and it's like they're taking necessary tools and tools that our population has used in the past during the mass mobilization in World War II, during NAM, and they're fucking shitting on it. Like, they want fucking mass fucking rental depots with Teslas and Hertz vehicles, mm-hmm. charging depots in the center of cities. They don't want you to have private car ownership anymore. They're putting kill switches in cars? Go fuck yourself. I want to drive my car wherever, whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Like, no. Bro, like, even when they were talking about curfews during COVID, bro, I didn't fucking listen. Nope. Yeah, I'm, this, I was still out. I'm Like, bro, you're never going to control free-spirited individuals, and that's genuinely what this series is you know, kind of about, like, trying to maintain that, um, and, you know, and we at least show that we have core values, it, at least personally. I mean, it's, it could be anything for the show, but, like, talking about this just gives it exposure, gives other people out there, like, the opportunity to think about it like we do, and I'm sitting back just behind the front desk at work, and I'm listening to all the giga chads at Harvard, the rowers, and, dude, like, I, I actually have hope. Like, I'm seeing these guys, and they're smart. You know, they're smart. And same with the girls, too. Like, they're already... They're working on their fucking homework after... In between practices in the hotel lobby. Some guy's talking about politics. Making the same jokes we are. And I'm like, okay. I got a little... I got a little hope. Like, guys and gals out there on our wavelength that kind of have that moral compass, but the ability to put it aside for common sense. Yeah. And the fact that I saw that at Harvard... Like, in these fucking... Like, the highest levels of Ivy League schools and institutions. And I know it's just a small group of fucking kids. Less than 100 rooms filled. Probably around 200, you know, college students from Harvard. But, like, that's a good sample size for me to realize, like, okay. Like, there's guys and gals out there at those big spots that are, like, fucking smart as shit. Yeah. Like, I don't gotta worry about that. I just gotta really hope that they get the opportunity they deserve, you know? Mm -hmm. Because if we have people like that... You know, making the decisions instead of fucking Bill Clinton, George Bush, uh, Barack Obama, even Donald Trump. I mean, he's a controversial guy. Made some good calls, but I, I, I worry about this next election. I mean, we can segue into that, but what are your thoughts on that? What, what do you think is uh, is needed right now for, for the highest levels of authority, icons, figures in the nation? Who Who should be inspiring the nation? What should we be trying to achieve? As people, you know, we can talk about our personal lives a little bit if you want, but, like, I'm just talking about, like, what does America need to do to get back, like, 
in motion because we've been stalled out for like fucking four years now, bro. And it's just, you feel it. You feel it, bro. Checks aren't getting bigger. Taxes are getting fucking more. You feel the drag, bro. Mm -hmm. Because normally things are in motion. This is a business. This, This isn't a nation, bro. This is a business. Well, motherfuckers actually need to get their asses up and start working for one. Did you see... Oh, my God. Just that great point. Did you see the unemployment claims from 2023? Mm-mm. Over 200K. The government claims that there's barely under 30,000 uh, jobless people in the country. People are scamming the government, bro. Out the ass. Out the ass. And the government's just giving the checks away. Giving the, And you guys, and, and you guys, you know, out there, you know, you don't think there's going to be ramifications for that, bro. But when the IRS, when they hired 60,000 new agents, bro... And they all have tactical training, bro. And they come busting through your door because, you know, you didn't, you failed to report that one job. You you failed, you failed to report that, yo, you're on unemployment while you're employed. Yeah. Uh, let's go to jail for 10 years, buddy. Like, <laughs> what? And the biggest industry in America besides, obviously, Larry Fink and Klaus Schwab is, uh, and the CCP buying tons of farmland and pork plants, but is um, the prison industry. And they just found out in uh, Mississippi, 215 dead bodies buried behind a jailhouse. Unmarked graves, just with marks with numbers with on steel posts. Yeah. What? Yep. In Mississippi, bro. Hmm. Yeah. But get into what I asked you, though. Like, seriously, like, what do you think we need to do as a people to to maybe make sure that we're on top of it and make sure that we're not behind our A-game when something eventually pops off, which it looks like it's going to. I mean, realistically, you know? I think, personally, what we need to do is really get back to kind of just getting more in touch with reality. Like you said earlier, we have way too much trust in electronics and we need to actually start learning on how to do a lot because if I'm, I can't remember what the percentage was, I'll look it up real quick. But it was along the lines of um, only eight percent of the U.S. knows how to drive a stick shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, thank you. Yeah, I don't know how I knew you were gonna say that, but I, I knew you were gonna say Brandon. Oddly enough, taught me that stat. Yeah, that was what I that yeah that's not B Meyer, not B Meyer from the show, but Brandon from Russia's work. So he's a big car guy. He told me that, and I was thinking, like, holy shit, like, damn, ninety-two percent would be fucked if electronics went out. But they at the would s- not be able to. At the same time, though, like, it's also it, it's the population's fault for losing some of these skills and trades. But they don't make stick shifts like that anymore. It used to be a thing where it's like every fucking car was. That's the thing, though, is that it's optional. They make they make models but where it's manual and some are uh, automatic. If it's a new car, most likely not. Not newer ones, but you can, like you said, up to about twenty fifteen, you can find man, you can find either manual or automatic for most car models. I agree. There was only a few, probably of brands, and if any or a few uh, makes, and if anything, a few models of those makes. But also it's to the point where people aren't like experimental enough to go like, okay, let me put my car in manual and learn. 
Like, you can learn. I had to learn with my paddle shifters all by myself. Mm -hmm. I was inquiring the car guys, like, yo, when do I shift? When do I downshift? Like, tell me. Like, I need to know. And they're like, okay, whenever you feel that little jolt, it's different for most most cars. It's different. You know, your RPM. Watch your RPM gauge. People don't have the, the, the know-it-all to even do that. They're yeah. more worried about their phone that's on the little phone stand. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. No, but continue, though. The, the skills are, are lost. Seriously. And then whenever, like I said, it comes to, like, making fire, what happens whenever you don't have your heater in your house and it gets cold at fucking night? What is it now? It's, like, 55? What are you going to do? You're going to freeze your fucking ass off? You may have your blankets, but, with, but like, dude... You better have, like, four four dudes to cuddle with you, bro. You know yeah, exactly. Like, you, you may have, like, a bunch of fucking blankets on you or something like that, but, one, you don't have any goddamn, uh, like, power to do your laundry. You're gonna have to actually go out, find some fucking water, and then do it yourself. And I'm sure many people don't actually have a washing board. Nope. Nope. Dude, people, people are probably like, what? <laughs> What's a washing board? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean that's just what I call it. I honestly don't know the actual. It probably does have too. an. It, it does have a name, I'm sure. But like, but it's the little thing about. that you've probably seen in movies where the people will be probably up by a lake and they'll have a little board that maybe either has some rollers or it's just a flat thing, and they're just basically are scrubbing. kind of scrubbing the the clothes on that surface, and it's. That's how they used to clean clothes back then, and then they used to have to air dry them. And so, you know, those who are big clothes people would probably have that little skill of being able to actually do, like, dry cleaning or something in that matter. But when we run out of clothes that are, like, made, if you can't find any, who, who knows how to knit? Mm -hmm. You know, who knows how to crochet? Who knows how to stitch a wound exactly know, like, whenever it comes to making shoes none of us know how to do that that's all the people that work in the factories and those are created by robots now can you safely say that you know everyone you know or come encounter with knows how to do or uh perform cpr the right way no nope. not probably one out of like 10 people mm -hmm. that you walk across you know what i'm saying like I will say, back whenever I was in middle school, I did notice, because I'm not sure, I might be wrong, but I know that sometimes if you are an actual lifeguard, I do believe they give you like a hoodie, or something like that. I believe it was like that. I could be wrong on that. For like the they pool give, areas they and stuff? You, maybe, but they give you something if, yep. to like signify that you're actually a lifeguard, and uh you have to know CPR for doing that. Yeah, and there was quite yeah. a few people that were like, you know. Which, yeah, that's that's always good. But one of the things about, like, that was it, a couple years ago when we went to Philly, my whole family, um, we were at a Phillies game. Some dude literally was, like, having a fucking, like, stroke or a heart attack or something. And there was just, like, 40 people around him. And my mom, like, rushed over to him. And she's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What the, like, and he's like, back the fuck up. Everyone's just standing there with their phones. And like, I'm just like watching this go down. I'm like, what the fuck? And then my mom, he, the dude dies, but she performed CPR on him and, and helped stabilize him back into a wheelchair. But he went to the hospital, died later that night. But it, it was definitely crazy to see like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. No one knew how to react. Like if something hits the fan, fuck the skills or like the trades. Like, what's your reaction going to be, like, if something huge and game-changing occurs? Like, nothing's going to... Nothing electronics working. 
There's fucking federal police roaming the streets. Secret service. And And I don't think enough people actually do think of that. And they think that if anything, if they do think of that, they're like crazy or something. But it's really not. I mean, shit, the world's gone into two world wars. There's been multiple fucking instances where war has been kind of been, uh, how would I say, it, it kind of just been threatened yeah. towards us. How many times now? In the past few years, probably what, like three, four? I mean, there was one with North Korea. We've been at the center point of so much And that forever. was in the 2016, right? North yeah. Korea. Then it went to, what, Russia now? Russia, and Ukraine, now and Israel. And now it's fucking, now also China, or, or then it was China, and it then uh, it was, and then it was Ukraine and joining Russia, or, or Ukraine and Russia, and us joining Ukraine in order to defend them, and then, you know, it was threatened again towards us. And it, it ties into the fact that we're just in everyone's business. And we're also the most unaware population probably on the planet with when it comes to what our government's actually doing. Yeah, no, to be honest, I feel like people trust the government way too much now. No, they they trust them completely, and it makes no sense to me. Like, I'm just like, what, you, 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 you buy that? You're buying this shit? Like, <laughs> like this is fake. This is not real. This is, this is a, a facade. Like, this is blatant corruption. I mean, we just read out the numbers. How much is a presidency on average? It's it's over a million dollars. And then it's gone up since. I mean, you look at guys you maybe thought had integrity, even when they got elected and shit hit the fan with them. And these guys, these are guys that are in head of the that are ahead of the biz, the biggest business in the world, the United States economy. It's the biggest business on the planet. <laughs> on the planet. And you have this blatant corruption and it really started, quite honestly, at the JFK assassination. I mean, that's when shit really was just right in front of your faces, the, the world's faces. And they just said, oh, no, no. I mean, documents are being released on that about it, the, the killer being tied, the killers being tied to the Mossad. I mean, it's just, we don't know anything about anything, bro. <laughs> no. We don't actually have any actual answers for any of the biggest question marks that have not only happen to our country or that we've been a part of and then but they'll drop like other things as well like for example like don't get me wrong i'm always interested in them dropping like the shit about aliens but dude they're so quick to drop something about aliens than they are to drop anything else anything actually politically related with the dirt that this country has done it they're so fucking like eh. yeah and let's not talk about that but let's talk about this UFOs? And, and it's like, yeah, sure, another time. Let me get right back to what I was fucking first asking. But it's also like, do you guys have anything on those things that those Miami cops were shooting at? Or no, you probably do, but Epstein list, question mark? Like, anything? Like, Well, I mean, that was, that was released. It was, but then massive cyber attack happened, which people are linking to the CCP. So, <laughs> I mean, like, nothing makes sense. Um, Dude, at this point, I wouldn't even be surprised if we are legitimately watching an entire, like, a movie. play go down. Yeah. Did you see the, the Hunter Biden? Like, I feel like, I feel like it's already, we've already been encroached on, basically, if you get what I mean. I, I, like, I can we're, see Like, we're basically already in the fucking theater. 
we're just watching it go down, <laughs> and pretty soon the fucking end is coming up. I hope And we not. just gotta fucking wait when. And I, I'm doing? not saying that as in like, oh, I know that's gonna happen. I'm just saying that, dude, it's just been, like you said earlier, you feel it. There's a stall in this goddamn country. Well, there's a stall, I feel like, maybe for everyone. Because if America is not doing good, the world is not either. And, and I'm not saying that because, don't get me wrong, our, our government has done awful fucking things, bro. It's done straight-up war crimes. Afghanistan as a whole. Iraq. Like, what, what did those countries have that is going to threaten us? The one nuke that they can muster up? We have, like... Hundreds of anti-nukes. <laughs> Hundreds. Dude. It, it, Jerusalem has an Iron Dome defense system that does not allow any projectile to penetrate its radius. Yeah. They shoot everything out of the sky. We have all the technology that all these fucking countries are trying to chase. But the Iron Dome is old as fuck. It's old though. as fuck, but dude, it still works because that part of the world doesn't have the technology and the military equipment we do. They're yeah, not a threat. True. Like, Vietnam, what the fuck was that about? Like, even if they did have weapons of mass destruction, uh, are our borders a threat? The one nuke or the one atomic bomb that they could muster up, we find out that location, we, we have bogeys inbound. <laughs> like, we have young American chaps getting dropped in there. Go, 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 go. You know, like, green to green, dude, let's go. Yeah. You know, like, that's what they're saying. That's what the soldiers on the ground are saying. But it's just... Ah, so many questions, so many things that we could talk about. But the last thing I do want to finish off this episode with, this will probably wind up being our longest news episode yet, so pretty fire. Hopefully everyone has stayed tuned in and, you know, gotten what they wanted out of this episode. Us talking about some fucking shit and uh, not having a filter. But the one thing I wanted to talk about was our current president, Joe Biden, if he's even what... That 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 word is ruined. Like... What? The president, you know? Like, no one's really said that, but, like, I feel like that's a thing. Like Dude, it's in all honesty. It used to mean honor, respect, and genuinely, like, maybe not the entire way through with everyone, but, like, there was guys that embodied it, bro. You know? And we just don't see that now. We don't see that passion. But I would want to just briefly say, Joe Biden, after his stint as a VP with Barack Obama took a consult job at the University of Delaware for a million dollar salary a year. His entire security staff, his entire um, upper echelon group of fucking staff members in his administration worked for him there. Blinken, everyone. All, all these people worked for him there. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's conflict of interest. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they were employed by him already before his candidacy... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong, they probably had the idea, like, yo, we're gonna all run together, we're gonna run this administration, blah, 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 come up with a plan, but the fact that he was making a million dollars a year at the University of Delaware to consult, that's a little, uh, a little weird. I wonder what he was consulting. I want to see, I want to see an ounce of work that he did, that his office did. They're, they probably can't show anything. And if they do, it's probably some grand thesis on biology or or, or some fucking next breakthrough on medical technology yeah. or some shit. And it just makes no sense. It's like, oh, we actually found the cure for Alzheimer's here, and Joe Biden's on top of it. Oh, did he use it on himself? I don't think so. Uh, but it, <laughs> it's just one of those things, bro. Like, 
I just think that that's crazy. You could make a million dollars a year to consult mm-hmm. at a university of at the University of Delaware. Like, what have they pushed out? I'm not trying yeah. to shit on, you know, Delaware. You know, shout out to Delaware. My family comes from that area. But um, Joe Biden, bro, like the, the corrupt. And then I I asked you earlier, did you see what uh, Hunter Biden did at this hearing today? Mm-mm. There was like a, con- a congressional hearing. Someone he, he sat through a little bit of it. And just wouldn't even answer any of the questions. He, he was just sitting in between two lawyers, just like, like just stone cold Steve Austin faced. And um, then Senator Mailer, uh, May, uh, fuck, Major Taylor Green, the blonde girl, yeah. I, I think you probably know her, she has a pig face. Um, she starts off her question with, so did you know the girls were underage? And he just walks out. He walks out. He, he, he just leaves. He just, he just like, bro, What? Arrest him, right? Yeah. If, if I did that, I'm getting I'm getting trounced upon by by Capitol Police, thrown in the brig. <laughs> like what? This man won't answer to questions of underage women, or drug use, extortion, blackmail, and conflict of interest in his interest in China and Ukraine, and his his interests in Ukraine go back to like 2014. So it's like, bro, what the fuck is re- like? You were right, bro. Like I. I do think about that a little bit. Like, the whole... Like, is this just a joke? You know what I'm saying? Like, is yeah. it just, like... I, I, I'm being I'm being dead-ass serious. Like, is it just a, a joke? Like, and, when I watch and NBC... And my question like, is, is, like, what? since, like, it's governments and everything like that, how, like, low does it go? You know what I mean? Like, for example... How sick does it get? I don't... No, I'm talking about like how low on the like totem pole does it go? Like, oh, for local exa- government. Yeah. Like for example, does it go all the way down to like counties? Yeah. Or would it go only like you know, uh, like? I can't. I can't give a name on this, just mainly because I did actually work for the or dude. Federal. I mean. No, it goes down to counties, and I can tell you why right now. I I can't give you the guy's name. Um, it, let's just say he's in the tri county area. And he was running for sheriff at one point in the last five years. And my grandpa actually helped him do some work. Never paid my grandpa on his, working on his campaign. Not once. The, the dude drove around at AMG, bro. A sheriff? An AMG? You know how much that cars cost? Those cars cost? It's half a million dollars after tax. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it, it, because the power of influence, you need to have every level of government under your control mm-hmm. or whoever you're working for. All those politicians have masters they report to, guys that are pulling the strings. There's a, you know, people hate Kevin Spacey, respectfully so. But if you ever watched House of Cards, there's a great monologue sequence where he literally just walks into Capitol Hill and his character just exposes the whole charade and he's like, you're all bought, so am I. I play by the rules that I make. You better follow them. Like, that was his monologue, in a sense. So I can see that literally happening behind closed doors. And then you watch a movie like Vice, about Dick Cheney. The fact that he even got to power. Wow. I mean, that's scary. I mean, you saw what he... I mean, we all know what Dick Cheney did. I mean, with Halliburton and those government contracts, literally making them exclusive contracts, and then he would be the only one... That, able to bid on them mm-hmm. while also being the main reason possibly we uh you know invaded all those countries in the middle east because george w bush sure as hell was not the guy making 
elaborate decisions, making invasion plans isn't, you know, no, bro, you, you saw how he spoke, you saw how, he, how his mannerisms were, he was a, he was a guy that, you know, you put on TV, had a southern accent, a relatable, cool, yeah. son of a figure from the past. Yeah, real American. Yeah, that, well, down south. Real American. Down south, you know, we, we have, you know, like, Bush. we got the southern hospitality. But, no, it, it's crazy how corrupt it's gotten and how it's been. Um, and hopefully it takes a turn for the better. And hopefully our generation can pick up the pieces that it, that, that is society and that is the economy. Yeah. The shit piles all over the floor in San Francisco. I mean, to the homelessness issue, the drug addiction issue, the fentanyl overdose problem, the southern border crisis... Getting out of Ukraine for good. Stop sending them fucking money because it's clearly a funnel system for dirty cash. I mean, you're seeing all the money we're putting into them, and it's 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 ludicrous. It doesn't make any sense. But also, real quick, before we cap off, Rush, you watched the Cat Williams interview. So did I. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on it? Initial thoughts, real quick, before we wrap up this episode. Go on a that little man tangent. aired the fucking Hollywood. That man aired out everyone. And everybody now is going up in arms trying to defend themselves. And I honestly think that shit is funny as fuck watching everybody try and do it. Because it gives out... Because they're doing the shit that you have seen so many fucking times whenever someone's been caught for that kind of stupid shit. And it's not even that. Like, it's also... Like, bro, it's also been known... That Harvey, that dude, Harvey Weinstein, if I'm correct, he had shit go against him at one point. Yeah, he did. Like, we were alive mm-hmm. whenever it happened. Yeah, it was like, it was like. I distinctly remember that shit whenever I was younger. You cannot tell me otherwise. It was I like know, 2014, 2015. That man had sexual allegations against him then. And now Cat Williams is saying it again. It is no fucking surprise to me. Like, I already knew also, because dude, the one thing that I will say is this. Hmm. Have you ever noticed how, like, how big, like, low-key the fashion industry is, but, like, you never hear anything about it? What do you mean? Like, in terms of, like, the how insane fashion prices are, the exclusivity of... No, I'm talking and... about, like, fashion shows and things yeah, like yeah, that matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah. They have, like... It's never... I mean, there's a couple runway shows that are really well-publicitized, pu- Excuse me, marketed and publicized. Oh my god, I'm tongue tied. I'm tongue tied. <laughs> Publi- publicized, right? Publicized. There we go. <laughs> but there was a couple runway shows and huge shows in like Paris and and in like Brazil and like big shows. But like, I know what you mean though. Like, there's whole ass like seasons of this shit in a sense. To where, like, it is almost year-round, and you only, like, really get the marketing and the national or the international coverage on, like, five of them. Like, as a person that doesn't... It's nowhere near fashion, bro. I shop at TJ Maxx, bro. Like, also go to... Well, no, like, I don't I'm just care talking about the fact know? that, like, that's an industry that is just very kept low-key. Because get it's I mean. uber-wealthy, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only people that are, like, going there, bro... It's like guys like ASAP, Rihanna, Jay-Z, Beyonce, fucking... Well, no, I'm not talking about that. Like, just Uzi. Watch it, watching it or anything like that. Because, dude, like, they are most of the time televised. 
True. And things in that matter. It's just nobody is fucking watching them. And the thing is, is like, dude, the amount of fucking conspiracy theories that there are behind the fashion industry, it just doesn't, it just, it just kind of like, the fact that it's kept low key and there's so much shit behind it and it's not actually like viewed more. Yeah. Because like, dude, there is one, what was the, there was one conspiracy that apparently, um, there's this mannequin i guess at this store missing models and they look exactly like mannequins in stores yeah there's also tons of child like trafficking allegations against some of the huge brands i don't want to misname them but there's been tons of stories like bad stories bad publicity from some of the big markets and big brands in the fashion industry but you're right it is a very low-key industry and it's all it's been kept in it's like it's something that, like, nobody really notices much. And, like, I personally think that it's something that should actually be, trying, like, looked into. Because, like, dude, it's probably where a lot of human trafficking comes from. I mean, with the modeling and stuff, and, like, definitely, like, dude, some of the models, bro. And just how, like, public, like, polit, like excuse me, how politicized it is now. Like, the plus size models. Mm-hmm. Like, inclusivity, like inclusiveness like getting minority models like bro it used to just be if you were a fucking good ass model had the right fit had the right shit going like you were it but now it's like becky from the block is now walking down the runway in paris and she's pushing 250 yeah and i'm really not feeling it you know what i'm saying like she's sleeping on a special mattress being a model you have to make sacrifices. A lot of those people work out intensively, go through a ton of different, you know, regiments, hygiene mm-hmm. type things. And most of them have to be like all natural, bro. Like you can't be fucking around with like prosthetics and yeah, silicone implants and shit like that. You have to look real, like a genuine human. At least that's what it used to be. But now it's, you know, kind of like Botox and BBW type shit. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what a combo. But what um, a combo indeed, dude. That'll wombo combo. <laughs> a wombo combo. And another thing is, like, real quick before I wrap it up, I thought it was funny. Some met another dude from South Africa, from Johannesburg, actually at the hotel. You know, all these all these people are obviously on the Harvard rowing team. Really, really nice people. Like, not gonna lie, like I thought Ivy League people were gonna be snobs, but like they actually treat me with more respect than the average you fucking got humbled. No, I did. Like, I was actually expecting them to, like, not give a fuck. But, like, mm-hmm. bro, when they come down for breakfast in the morning, they line up, dead silent. Everyone's chill. Like, they're not trying to wake anyone up in the hotel. But, like, this dude... Um, well, I mean, didn't you say they had, like, 90 rooms? Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, I'm, how many rooms are in the hotel? Over, I think, 130. Oh, okay, so they were still, like, 40. But they're mainly all in one spot in the hotel, like, yeah. on the same floors but this dude um gosh i can't remember his name but he's really chill really fucking nice guy and he was talking about um (laughs) he went to wendy's just he's like dude i haven't had wendy's in like a year because they come he like doesn't he they go to school in boston live on campus and then he goes back home to south africa i'm sure they don't have any of that fucking garbage over there and i asked him like what it was he's like dude it's fucking beautiful you get to see so much wildlife. The people are nice. The food is amazing. And he's like, I went to Wendy's though. And 
I noticed something on the menu. And he's, I'm like, what'd you notice? And he's like, you can get 50 nuggets for $15. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, did you also see the, the chili fry family serving? It's about a gallon of fries covered in <laughs> chili and cheese, bro. It's And he's like, yeah, I, I can't eat this. Like, I can't eat it. Like, yeah. he looked at the burger and I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat this. I'm like, I don't blame you. And he, so he literally threw his food away. So I thought, I that, yeah, him. like, I'm like, good for you, bro. P- props, bro. Like, that's what a lot of Americans should be doing. Just take a look at well, what you're about you to eat. You said also he's a rower, right? Yeah, rower. That's probably not the best thing in order to eat. Well, a lot of these guys the... genuinely were, they were grubbing on, like, Chipotle. Chipotle's not too bad for you. A lot of it is vegan and stuff. Like, they did, a lot of Chipotle's offer, like, vegan proteins now as well. Mm-hmm. It's not even a protein. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I said vegan. Yeah, the chicken and Dude, rice, could have yeah. just went chicken, rice, and beans or something. Maybe a little bit of sauce, something like that. But you can tell, like, they didn't know it was around here. And they, dude, there's well, a I mean, fucking fleet of fucking Chrysler Pacifica rentals in the parking lot. And they only have one driver per, like, van. And mm. they can't leave without that driver. So it's like, yeah, that's a little unfortunate. But I thought that was funny. And I was like, I also asked him, just out of curiosity, I'm like, do you guys have credit cards there? And he's like, no, we don't use credit cards. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I, I, he's like, I spend the money that I actually have. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, no yeah. Yeah, that, that makes just sense, right? Yeah. Why are we offering... Like, another thing that's just weird about the American system is once you put your money in the bank, you realize that it's really not there. Like, it's actually not there. The bank is playing around with it. They're investing, spending... Yeah. So it's really not there. You are investing in the bank when you bank with that bank. Like you, yeah. like when they shut down or they go through a fucking audit or some shit or like a 2008 market crash, you don't be surprised if you don't have access to your funds or at least go to a bank that's trustworthy enough to like honor that agreement completely. And I know Chase and Bank of America are ones that are definitely banks I would stay away from because those are some crooks from the 08 mm-hmm. market crash and I, I stay away from companies like that. Who knows? Maybe all companies are like that now but definitely one thing I'll recommend to everyone out there is uh, get hard cash. Keep it in the safe. Start racking up if you can like a grand a month and just put it hard hard asset in your fucking safe, in your possession because who knows what will happen to the markets in 2024 when the election hits because if Biden wins again or if a Democrat gets in, it's it's gonna be rough on the economy, and it's it's not gonna be uh, not gonna be too good. But anything else to wrap up the episode with? Anything out there that you want the viewers or audience members to know? Uh, no, I don't think I have anything. Do you? I'm all set, bro. I, I think everyone out there, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode of uh, Turn Up the News, episode 21. Thank you, Rush, for hopping on this one. It's a it was a long episode, but it was definitely entertaining. Got to talk about a plethora of shit. But everyone out there, stay safe, stay awake, not woke. Uh, We greatly appreciate all the support. Tune into our website, teatimereports.com, to learn a little bit more about all of us and the show. Tune into all of our social medias, Tea Time Reports as well. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads. All support is greatly appreciated. This is Trevor and Rush. We're signing off. Take care, everyone. Peace.